Well, it's time to cancel the whole culture. We're going to get into all of it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if, maybe when they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation on all the things at Dropping Sunday. Andrea, how's your heart? It's good. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. I, I, I have an issue. We're, we're going to get into it when we talk about not for me. Okay. That's kind of bumming me out. Do we, do we need to blow up the format today just completely and just start with not for me? I mean, if you want to, we can. It, it, but, it's up to you. Yeah. Let's, let, let's start with, uh, let's start with not for me. But before we do that, let's introduce um, just a, just a smoking hot wife. Uh, talk about Christianese. Uh, <laughs> Last week, but we talked about that one. But let's, uh, yeah. Um, the the wild card is here. Hey, hey, oh, I don't have your theme music. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible host. Hey, hey, hun. Hey, (laughs) what's up, y'all? There she goes. Mm. Yeah, there you go. We got sing sing it to me, baby. I did it. I I just that's what I just did. I think we've just made it awkward. (laughs) So, uh, so so uh, so what's your not for me? This week, do you want to wait? We can wait, or we can do it. I mean, let's. Last time we do it. Let's let's do it. Let's yeah. mix things up a little. We bit. might as well. Why we not? might as well. Wild cards here. Um. So okay, I've become I've become one of those people. I'm a I'm a plant person. Yeah. Now, and I have roughly uh, 25 succulents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only succulents. I don't really other plants. I I tend to kill. I've got two dead um, flower pots on my balcony right now. But apparently succulents are harder to kill, except you can't I can't kill a succulent. Apparently I've done it. Oh, okay. Well, we are multi-talented. I I, I don't know. I, I hope that there's hope for this plant. It was a really pretty one. Um, and so I, I had moved some of my plants around. I'd repotted them and then I moved them around because this particular one is supposed to get red tips if they get a lot of sun, if they are happily stressed and they apparently are happily that's what listen that's what the website says. yeah no i mean those that's not an oxymoron at all i've, <laughs> I've been happily stressed like, i would like to be happily stressed on a more regular basis but anyway i so i moved it and then this week i moved it out onto the the balcony to get a little more sun and yesterday when i got home it looked unhappily stressed very unhappy <laughs> And I'm like, oh, we're going to move you back inside. So I don't really know. I may have overwatered it. I know succulents are very particular about how much water they get. Or I may have just made it. Too, I may have fried stressed it. it out. You may have fried it. I may have fried it. But it is like some of the the leaves, some of the petals are black. Not like. Oh, wow. It, you fried it. I did. But they were. it was already looking a little rough. So anyway, that's my not for me that I apparently can kill a succulent and... I have done so and I'm sad because I talk to my plants because I live alone. And so I have to have somebody to talk to. Okay. That's also my not for me. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, I I have to tell you, uh, I wasn't planning on this being my not for me. Actually, I had something else written down. However, uh, the word succulent is not for me. (laughs) 
You might as well have said the word moist. Well, I did get the ointment. I did. I did get the succulent soil very moist. No. And now I'm looking for some ointment to oh. fix the succulent. How's that? Yeah. Um. Well, guys, that's uh, that's, that's the, the show. show. <laughs> we're done. Thanks. Uh, please don't turn us off just yet. We're nope. okay. We're we're okay. Uh, Jules, you were completely unprepared for our not for me to jump in right now. But like, uh, you got a not for me for this week. Mine is probably a little bit more on the, um, yeah, side. Okay. <laughs> um, are we going to shoot shots right now? Or are our shots going to be fired uh, right now? Probably. Oh, okay. Let's, this, this is, is why, this is what she does. This is what she does. <laughs> People who boycott Target. Oh, oh, you're not just shooting shots. You're like with a rifle and a sniper scope. Yeah. Okay. 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 okay like for the you know issue of the week oh so yeah the issue of the week being um go ahead <laughs> the issue of this week yes is texas is lifting their mask mandate yeah. and target said we're still going to require you to have masks in our store first of all let's talk about <laughs> texas we're number one we're number one <laughs> i don't even know what that we're means no, i don't either it's just um we we did it we did it first i guess um Actually, I think Florida may have done it first. Yeah, listen, if, which is that's not. I'm not saying that's if better. We're com- I'm just saying <laughs> if we're competing a bunch of against a bunch of alligators, we're doing fine. But uh, but yeah. Um, so all I know is that April is going to be a really good month for business for for my company because uh, we we started going down in all of our testing because people are like actually uh, getting better and uh, and, and mm-hmm. we, we we were on the right track and now all of a sudden probably not so much. Yeah, I am. Um, I think that the easiest thing that I can say is that if uh, if you're going to say something incendiary on social media, you have to just be ready for the heat that comes with that fire. Well, but even still, like, what's the point? Like, really, what's the point to say, say you're going to boycott somebody or something for some, you know, for something like that? So. Uh, righteous indignation. Yeah. That's what they it's, it's the item of the week though. I you know I know and people there are people who just what do what do we call it? Recreational outrage. Yes, yes. recreational outrage. They are just mad for the heck of being mad. It's frustrating. Yeah. Well, and it's one thing to be like uh you can state a preference. If you want to state Absolutely. a preference, state a preference, right? Yeah. I prefer dogs to cats. This is the correct preference. If you don't have that preference, you're wrong. Okay. But that's a preference. I prefer dogs to cats. To say like nobody go and support a company because they disagree with what I agree with. What you're saying is not I prefer dogs to cats. What you're saying is everybody should kill all cats. And that's that's kind of crossing a different line um, because <laughs> – People don't like it when you mess with cats. There's a whole show on Netflix about it, but we that I can't say because it might. Yeah, go ahead. But that that's your thing. That, yeah, that's your not yeah. for me this week. Okay, it's just dumb. I I I agree. Yeah, me too. I agree. There's also a lot of outrage uh, this week and, uh, and cancel culture, not just about where you shop, but what you can buy in, in one of these stores. Mm. And, Coming out uh, on shelves real soon to a target near you is Potato Head. Uh, are you guys familiar with Potato Head? Yes. Um, if you're like, that sounds familiar. Is it Mr. Potato Head? No. 
It's not Mr. Potato Head, and it's not Mrs. Potato Head. Hasbro is officially renaming the Mr. Potato Head brands to Potato Head to better reflect the full line. This is a statement from their website. It says, but rest assured, the iconic Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head characters aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. So Mm, that seems reasonable. Well, I thought maybe this might be a good thing if it was going to be like a two for one special kind of thing. You bought one box and you got both parts and you can make it either Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head. Well, sure. Um, And that's that that's the thing, right? Like uh, they're actually selling uh, instead a Potato Head family where Mama Spud, Papa Spud, Baby Spud, and you can dress them all up however you want to. Right. Mm However, I think that it's important to note that in the commercial, um, I'm just going to I'm going to show you part of this commercial real quick. Okay, here we go. Introducing a modern look. For modern families, you guys just say you speak out whenever you when something jumps out at you. No, go, go ahead. Speak out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's nodding. Okay. So in the commercial, they have Potato Head family, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, Mama Potato Head and Papa Potato Head and Baby Potato Head, and then things get a little mixed up, and it's Mama Potato Head, and also another Mama <laughs> Potato Head and a Baby Potato Head, and then they have um, Mr. Potato Head and another Mr. Potato mm-hmm. Head and Baby Potato Head. So you know, a look at modern families for for Potato Heads. They could have added one more potato and had three men in a baby potato head what okay first of all this is a problem that they didn't do it because one of them's got to have the tom Selleck mustache he's right there he's right there that's what i'm saying right but the other one's like is this one this one's clearly steve gutenberg on the on the i don't see any old potato head we need a uh who was the other one it was uh it was Ted Danson. Ted Danson. i was gonna call him sam from cheers but yeah so ted danson we need a a nice ted danson potato head there's also I don't out. see any old people, like old. Yeah, potato. potato listen, we shouldn't cancel Potato Head because of uh, be, because of same same sex marriages. We should do because of their ageism. Well, no, I'm just saying if they <laughs> want to make a modern family, then make a modern family. Add a two grandparents, you know, raising a baby, yeah. or you know, a single mom and a grandma raising a baby. I mean, if you're gonna make a modern family, make a truly modern family. If you if that's what your you know pitch is. I, I do think that the baby potato is super cute. It's so adorable. <laughs> With a little passy. It's got a little sprout. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. all I noticed. No, to- totally adorable. Um, but people are really up in arms oh about just the fact that like potato head is losing the mister. Um, at which point what you're saying is, is that uh, the outside clothes and appearance is what actually makes your gender. So maybe you should just be careful about the argument that you're making. That Potato Head could just be Potato Head. Don't call him Mister just because he's wearing a uh, like a like a hat. Uh, and, and don't wear call her Mrs. just because she has a purse because you're going to lose the overall argument. <laughs> you, you already have. Yes, those people have already lost the argument. But uh, oh man. In, Come on. In and a, uh, I, maybe they're just People kind of, have been in quarantine too long. Yes. Yes. This is. I think you're right. This is true, including uh, Hasbro. Um, and, <laughs> but uh, there's other people in uh, in the world that are also trying to 
be more inclusive of families. Uh, Bethany Christian, which is the like largest so, Christian adoption agency, is actually making room for LGBT parents to foster and adopt kids. And uh, there is probably a lot of outcry over this. Ladies, what do y'all think about this? I've got thoughts, but I want to know what y'all think about it. Wow. Yeah. I'm curious to see their numbers. Like, are they adding credibility because they have just too many kids in the foster care system that need families and they are willing to take whatever comes their way to put those children in families? You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. This, I I, I will, I'll be super honest. Uh, This is a tough conversation for me um because i unequivocally do not believe that homosexuality is right i think that it, it goes against the bible however i, I struck politically and i hate I even hate to say politically but humanly i struggle with people who want to take what i think are basic rights away from the LGBTQ healthcare, things like that. Listen, <laughs> these relationships are going to happen, yeah. Whether we agree with it or not, and there are people who need healthcare, who need some of these basic rights, and the fact that we want to withhold them because of something like this bothers me. Now, when it comes to adoption and things like that, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll just be honest. I struggle with it. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't have an answer. I don't have a clear cut answer about it or how I feel about it. Yeah. So uh, you said poli- politically. I think what you, I think the word you're looking for is socially. Yeah. Right. Socially. So That's so better. spiritually, we we you know can mm-hmm. can have have one thing, and that should absolutely inform every part of how we feel socially. Um, I'm just I, I'm going to take a uh, I'm going to just going to take a what if situation, right? Mm-hmm. Is that uh, if we think that, uh, or, or or if one thinks that's a better way to put it, if one thinks that homosexuality is a sin, I, I don't think that um, civil liberties should be removed from people right. because of sin issues, um, unless those sins then affect other people, right? I mean, yeah. if you if you break laws, if that sin breaks a law, that's a different thing. That becomes a legal issue, not a social issue. So. Um, this is this is what I think about it because I've, I've given some time to think about it. Whether I like it or not is a preference that I'm allowed to say, mm-hmm. right? I'm not allowed to be upset about it unless I'm willing to do something about it. Yeah. And the church, for the most part, has failed the widows and orphans mm-hmm. in the United States. And mm-hmm. so, if you want to be a Christian that gets upset about this, then your job is to make sure that there are no children available for those LGBT mm-hmm. couples right. to adopt by you stepping up and you doing the work. And not only that, like if you want to be a Christian, that's going to be upset about this, go visit a group home yeah. or, you know, orphanage or whatever it is now. Cause we've been there. We've seen it. Yeah. Like, would you want your kids living years or going from place to place, you know, in that situation? So mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a very, hard place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is. Well, and and this is the thing, right? Like even just making room for that argument, we will probably be canceled. So let's just maybe we'll just call this episode <laughs> cancel culture with the wild card wife. Um, but yeah. because uh because 
Potato Head's going to get canceled. Uh, we're going to get canceled. Dr. Seuss already got canceled this week. What What in the world happened with Dr. <sighs> Seuss this week? I think things are so black and white, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there's no gray in this world anymore. But what happened with Dr. Seuss this week, Andrea? So, okay, let me, let me tell you what everybody thinks happened. Yes. With Dr. Seuss this week. I like this. Everybody thinks... <laughs> First of all, everybody thinks that it just happened this right. week. It didn't just happen this week. But everybody thinks that this week, everyone decided that Dr. Seuss was a racist and that his books were mm-hmm. racist and we are no longer going to print his books or sell his books or do anything with Dr. Seuss at all. That's not what happened. Okay. Okay. So roughly a year ago, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, the company that is tasked with preserving Dr. Seuss's legacy, announced that six of his books contained insensitive depictions of marginalized people, and as a result, they were no longer going to print them. Let me say this again. These are the people that are preserving Dr. Seuss's legacy. These are not people who decide they hated Dr. Seuss. These are people who love him and want to preserve his legacy. And they feel that message no longer fits today's narrative. They feel that these books, which also, if you read the list of six books, I only knew one of them. Okay, so this is the list. Think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which, by the way, I think was like his big breakout book. Mm. and, And like... By the way, 1937. I just just pointing this out. Like there might have been some sketchy stuff that's happened since the 1930s. Okay, if I ran the zoo, uh, Mick Elgott's pool uh, on Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and the Cat's Quizzer. Now we have kids, yes. who, and we've bought quite a few Dr. Seuss books for the kids. Yeah, never heard of one of these. No. Not a single one of these <laughs> you books. You know what's really funny what's is that? on Facebook Marketplace, someone was selling a lot of Dr. Seuss books. None of them were these <laughs> for like $2,300 oh my because gosh. of all of this. And someone's like, oh, I'll give you 30 bucks for them. But yeah, it wasn't, wasn't even any of these. Like it's yeah. art, that whole thing's already starting. Yeah, yeah, goodness gracious. Yeah. So the only one I had heard of was If I Ran the Zoo. Okay. And I don't even know that I had actually read it. I had just heard of it sometime in the last probably few months. Yeah. But again, guys, this happened a year ago. Yeah. That the decision was made. Most people just found out about it this week because it just happens to be, happened to be his birthday. Right. Dr. Seuss's birthday was on Monday, I believe. Um, Which he looks like a who. He, yeah. I, I pulled he up does. a picture of him. He, he already kind of looks like a who. Yeah. It, these were all self-portraits. Um, yeah. But I mean, there were things that were portrayed as hurtful. Yeah. Um, there is uh, quite a bit of, uh, of Asian um, stereotypes mm-hmm. that happened. And if you think about in the thirties and forties and like in the time frame, yeah. um, there, by the way, if you're curious, do actually don't do this. Don't Google image search for, Asian posters, World War II. Don't, Don't do, do that. No, I mean, they are offensive. Um, there was uh, people from Africa that were seen as uh, just kind of, uh, again, stereotypes of indigenous people, you know. Yeah, I think of my understanding, there was all stereotypical depictions of, you know, various groups of people, but mm-hmm. I don't believe there was any negative connotation in the book for them. 
um, for the books I, for them. I, I think that I, again, I haven't read them. I don't. I, I, I guess I should have, uh, you know, searched out and read these things, but uh, but there, there's a reason they're not published anymore. Um, but there is some problematic things about Dr. Seuss and some of his uh, some of his artwork. I'm going to show both of you ladies a uh, a picture that Dr. Seuss um, that that he that he painted. This was not in one of his books. This was just kind of one that he did. Um, and Andrea, if you'll do me a favor, there's a yeah. bu- there's like a like a sign here in this. Uh, in, in, in this picture, there is a large group of uh, of black people, very uh, stereotypically depicted, um, almost like in blackface, um, and then two guys kind of looking at all of these all of these black people. I would like for you just to read the sign out loud, please. I will not read that sign out loud. Julie, you go ahead and do that. No, thank you. Okay. Um, why Why won't you guys say say this? Because it has a word in there that is not appropriate to say. Yeah. Uh, Take home a high grade. uh, And then this is where we would bleep words. Okay. And I'm not even going to say it because I don't even want you thinking that I did say it. Uh, And then what does that say right down in the corner uh, as far as who who the artist was? Dr. Dr. Seuss. Seuss. Yeah, Dr. Seuss. So that... that I, did, I didn't do a whole lot of fact checking on this one. This could not be true, but uh, it feels uh, it doesn't feel yeah. it doesn't feel wrong as far as uh, as far as that it being him. It just feels wrong that it that it happened. So, yeah. um, but we canceled Dr. Seuss. Well, can, can I share something before yes. we move on? Um, I, I've shared I've shared some tweets from this guy before. His name is EJ Gaines, mm-hmm. but he posts these threads. Well, he posted one about Dr. Seuss, and he said he wasn't going to, and then felt like he should and i'm so glad he did i won't read the whole thread um basically he's just saying you know kind of what happened but okay so then let's let's get into it at least proper here all right go ahead all right so he starts a thread with saying hold on that's the theme music for christian twitter i like i I, there's uh, getting puzzled yeah 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 yeah. Um, I would, I, I, this is the point in the show where I say, if you ever listen to the show, you would know that, but we're not there yet. So go ahead. No, just a head nope. shake. Okay. No, no response. Go ahead. Um, Carry on. This is what he said. He said, we should be less focused on what people are doing to Dr. Seuss and more concerned with what we might be unwilling to do. Mm. And goes on. This is the, this is the tweet that just. It was so good because I never thought of it this way. He wanted to say, he says, I wish I could scream it from the mountaintops. Not uh, everything nostalgic to you is not pure and you don't have to fight to keep it. We may have to let go of some memories that we thought were idyllic. And I like that's so good. People get so wrapped up in nostalgia and just they decide that this decision was something personal. People were coming after them personally, coming after their memories, coming after their childhood personally. And that's not what happened. Yeah. You, sorry, I hate to break this to you, but you don't matter to Dr. Seuss enterprises. They don't care about you. They're, they're trying to preserve the legacy of Dr. Seuss. So Anyway, I just, it was so good. I shared it on my Instagram, I'm this thread. I'm going to share it again because I feel like I need to share it every day this week so yeah. people see it. <laughs> but just what are you unwilling to let go of? What are you holding on to so tightly? Yeah. Because it's more important to you than 
anyone else. For me right now, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, it, it is the nostalgia. Oh my gosh. It is the nostalgia that for whatever up? reason I needed because I'm about to ask a question on the show. I'm a podcast host. I'm going to start conversation. That's why. Um, it is the thing that's right now, the nostalgia that I completely overlooked the bad acting. I mm. overlook all the things. The pleather and the butterfly clips. Oh, the, oh the it's so good. Clips, it's so good because, because it's nostalgia, right? Um, I remember, uh, man, what I forget what happened. I, I, it might have been when I got laid off. I think that, like that weekend, I uh, I went and got a Little Caesars pizza with ham and mushrooms. And Little Caesars mushrooms, they don't do like fresh mushrooms. They do like the canned brined mushrooms that are like chewy. Um, that look is the proper look, Andrea. It's not. They're they're not the great. However, they're wonderful. They're wonderful Little Caesars at pizza. Little Caesars. Yeah. Um, I, but I went and got one of those pizzas and I watched wrestling all weekend and I ate Little Caesars and watched wrestling because I needed some sort of comfort in the nostalgia of this bad pizza and this bad wrestling. So here's my question. What's your nostalgia thing that you can <laughs> overlook all bad things whenever you, whenever you go back and watch something or experience oh, something or listen to something, you're like, ah, Creed wasn't the best, but I, I feel like that album still holds up. Whatever. I mean, what, whatever it might be. Anybody? Gosh, I'll have to. I'll Mine's have to, easy. Yeah, go, go ahead. What it is. Go, go. The Cranberries. The Cranberries is your music. By the way, music still holds up. I was going to say, there's nothing to yeah. overlook with the Cranberries. They're so fantastic. Uh, now, <laughs> she has done a verbal eye roll when I mentioned Buffy. So I feel like now's a good time to throw shade directly back at her. <laughs> Uh, Dawson's Creek. Hello, little James Vanderbeek acting. So <laughs> yeah, that is the point. That's the absolute it had point. The best series finale ever. Okay, bawling. Okay, like for days. Okay. What about you, Andrea? Anything? Oh, man, I don't. First of all, I don't think I feel strongly about a TV show the way you guys feel strongly about your TV shows. Okay, I like all my CBS shows that you make fun of me for. Um, oh man, I think mine probably is <laughs> about to open myself up. Listen, I listened to Point of Grace and For Him all the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many human videos and specials and spe- inspirations yes, went I to those things. Point of Grace yes. songs. Like, anyway, and I, every time I hear that, not that I hear them a lot, but yes. <laughs> I'd have to add old school Avalon to that. Yes. So good. All of those, all of those groups in the 90s were just. Somehow we've drifted so far from the truth. Don't know all the words. We can get back Prove it. Sing it out. No. Virtues that once gave us light. And where are the morals? Okay. There are people who may not know who for, for him is. This is a Christian version of a CCM boy band, but all mm, old men. But men. Yeah. They were not boys when they started. <laughs> no. CCM, not like boy band, not trying to actually do it, but here we go. We need to get 
the basics of life A heart that is pure And a love that is blind A faith that is fervently grounded in Christ The hope that endures for all time So good, so good you guys I mean, talk about uh, 90s harmonies like it's nobody's business. By the way, Andrea is dead right now. (laughs) She is out. Dude, those scents are so dope. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Let me pull up Spotify real quick. I got to make me a new playlist. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, it will be uh, happening this weekend. So. <laughs> I might join her in that. I know. The, so but see, when you hear those scents, though, right? Like, it's like the music is bad. Yeah. The I music is bad. Terrible. Everything's bad. But we overlook we everything. Overlook now, what if I told you that for him... Eight babies. <laughs> he just like, clinched like right there. You want to know how for him got famous? They made a deal with the devil and they eat babies. All of a sudden you're like, no, that's my for him. Yeah. Right. You know, same, same time. If you told me that Buffy ate, ate babies, I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. She's like, a vampire. Yeah. Joss Wheaton was a jerk. Yeah, we understand. Uh, James Vanderbeek is a real creeper. I feel responsible. <laughs> I feel responsible for the Buffy thing. And to all of listeners and anyone in Seth's orbit, I do sincerely apologize for turning, um, uh, yeah, yeah, Seth into a Buffy fiend. Yeah, that's that's fine. Buffy you, you you can that that that's completely okay. <laughs> well, um, you guys can cancel me over Buffy. Uh, Buffy got canceled a long time ago, so it's fine. Uh, But TV shows get canceled, right? Uh, Sometimes TV shows keep going on, but people in the shows get canceled, which happened with Bachelor Nation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look look at me transitioning back into the race conversation, which is fantastic. Roseanne. Um, Oh, geez. Goodness gracious. Um, So Chris Harrison, the host of uh, Bachelor, Bachelorette for 20 some odd seasons, Mm -hmm. maybe more, um, has, has been canceled because he tried to give perspective and it was just the wrong time to do so. And, and he was wrong in the way that he did it. Jules, do you watch the bachelor slash the bachelorette? I do. Okay. Um, do you know who is taking over his role? <sighs> yes. No, maybe I, uh, uh, yes, so I, NFL, I saw his face. I don't, I couldn't remember his name. Former NFL linebacker, Emmanuel Acho, I think is the, uh, is the correct name is, is, is taking over. Um, you may know uh, Emmanuel from his web series, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, uh, yes. where all of a sudden you realize, uh, oh, dude, this guy is sharp. Uh, mm-hmm. He did not have the CTE from being a football player um, and, and really sharp. You're pointing at something. Texas Longhorn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he 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 uh, he he went to UT, but uh, but yeah. So he's actually taking over for um, for Chris Harrison. I don't know if that's forever or if this was just. I don't for, believe it is. Yeah, I, it could have just been for the after the final rose as he's stepping away 
for a time. Uh, note for the audio. There was air quotes there. You, th- you don't think he'll come back? I think he absolutely will come oh, back. Oh, you do think yeah. he'll come back? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's pretty much his franchise. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I, don't, could, I don't watch. I, I've never gotten into it. And so. Yeah. What's your favorite reality TV show? Okay, Jules, what's um, your favorite? No, I'm laughing because <laughs> you're going to make fun of me. Of course you um, will. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh, absolutely. We've talked. Listen, we before the episode started last week, I played a video of a stand-up Andrea. comedian saying, guys, what did Guy Fieri ever do to you? Nothing. <laughs> so, uh, Jules, what's your favorite reality TV show? Um, I have a lot of yeah reality TV shows. I probably right now is Married at First Sight because yes. it's so, so insane it's, right now. It's crazy right now. Yeah, I have a friend who's like a marriage counselor who we it, him and his our friends have like started a DM group just to talk about this show because it's so That's just whack. Yeah, it's it's. It's pretty crazy. Um, it's great, though. I'm getting roped into it. I'm in 100% on Married at First Sight. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, what about singing competition shows? What's y'all's favorite singing competition show? Uh, the only one that I like anymore is The Voice. The Voice. What I, don't, about I don't watch it. But yeah. I-, um, I like The Voice. I'm not really into singing competition shows because they usually just irk me, but... Lately, we've been watching American Idol because I like the judges and I actually like how they're very encouraging. Yeah. So I appreciate that, but that's pretty much it. Do you remember Jordan Smith from The Voice? I do. Yeah. Uh, so did you know he's a believer? I did. Uh, did you know that he dropped a new song this week? Did called... you know he's been to our church? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, wait, is that Jordan from Singers? Yeah. Oh, it's the same Jordan? Oh. I didn't realize that. What? I just didn't realize, guys. I don't put things together sometimes. I apologize. From our alma mater. Yeah. Well, I went to we we went to the same college. Uh, he was in Lee Singers, but he dropped a new song this week called "Great You Are." Um, I like it. I uh, I wish I had the vocal chops to be able to do that at some point. He has an incredible range. Yeah, he's he's legit good. So, so good. So there's some new music. Um, yeah. Point See the other one. Yeah, yeah. These are other things that I pulled uh, are to we show talk you. Talk about that one. We can if you want. What I'd, are we talking? About? I'd rather not. Oh, uh, yeah. why not? Um, I don't know. The Belonging Co. Is that the one you're talking about? Or yeah. are you talking about the one that we up here? This is the one that I pulled for last week. It's called We Just. That's not the one I was talking about, but you can play that one. This one we pulled for last week with Christianese. I didn't get to play it. Uh, this is uh, this is a prayer from, uh, from a youth group kid. Mm-hmm. So this is called We Just. Here you go. Okay, it's starting to dawn. (laughs) 
We just, we just, we just, we just, we just, we just, that's the whole song. There, there are no other lyrics to this song than we just. It's like Pat Benatar on an acid trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just, God, we just, we just, Father God, we just, we just, we just, okay. Um, The Belonging Co. uh, teamed up with uh, one one of our favorite singers, Natalie Grant. Yes. Uh, So here is uh, Turn Your Eyes by uh, The Belonging Co. featuring Natalie Grant. Um, just, just mm. great. And of course, if Natalie Grant is going to do something, you're going to see the dingleberry that c- collapses onto her butt everywhere she goes. And that is going to be <laughs> Danny Goki doing every victory with the belonging go. All right, um, Julie, say what you just mouthed to me. I like this song. Andrea? And I said, so does Seth. And I do. That's the thing. He got me. He got me. You're going to be doing this on a Wednesday night, yes, aren't you? Yes, I probably will, and I'll wear my weird glasses when I do it. I think I sent this to Brent. Probably, but I mean, oh, goodness gracious. So, um, so, there, so good. There, there, there we go. I mean, that's that's... That there's some new music. I got some other things that that I like that's on the radio right now, but we won't. We don't have to get into all that. But uh, but but there's there's some updated news. Yeah. Um, kind of what I like. Julie hat like you just saw the time. I did. Yeah. So Julie has a game for us to play. Are you doing this on purpose? Partially, yes. What I'm thinking about doing is legit. It's not that big of a deal, you make people. Us nervous, you, Mrs. you do. Oh my gosh! You, I, you know how many times in a week I get like people are scared of me thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's do this. What I want to do is I actually want to continue this week and just keep talking about cancel culture, and then next week we'll have you back on and we'll just play your game. Can we do that? Okay, I'm just gonna go now. No, 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 because we because your input is fantastic. Yeah, no, it's absolutely here. fantastic. Because I didn't know he's gonna do that. Do you know that John MacArthur? Uh, you guys know John MacArthur, the person who told Beth Moore to go home and get <sighs> make him a sandwich. <laughs> Um, so he is actually, uh, can canceling religious freedom. And you, that may seem like it's an overstatement of what I've said. It's not, it's what he hey, said. Hey, can I ask something? Uh-huh. Can we do, go ahead and do my part of the show so I can actually be on the show before you guys get can- canceled with the rest <laughs> of this conversation? <laughs> that's actually a legitimate that's fair. question. That's actually fair. Um, but no. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to come back next week to, to, to get. Listen, to get we can keep putting a show out even if no one listens, which is kind <laughs> well, of what we're doing now. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Whoa. What you just said hurt me so bad. I know. I 
<laughs> and hurt me too. So, no, John MacArthur has straight up just said like, uh, I won't fight for religious freedom uh, because I won't fight for idolatry. And what he's saying is, is that every other religion is idolatry. I'm not going to argue against that point, but he's saying if we give everybody religious freedom, they have the ability to worship the way that they want to, and that's not okay. Everybody needs to worship our way. So he's not saying you should have freedom of religion at all. He's saying that we should be we should have state-run and sponsored Christianity as the only religion in America. That's a little bit of an overstatement, but man, that's how pretty well much has that worked in other countries where Not. it's been a different religion? You know, <laughs> let's let's ask Iraq where uh, the Pope is going uh, because the Pope, like the Pope, is going to Iraq, and like Christians are like, um, can we like, like, can we like help have this help us institute some change? Like evangelicals are really excited about the Pope coming because maybe it like there won't be so much violence against Christians, but yeah. It's not a good look to to be like, nah, in America, we should not have freedom of religion. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I work <laughs> I I work for a ministry where that goes against everything that we're doing. Yeah. Everything that we're doing. If that's your viewpoint, it's your your Christianity is not strong enough. Your faith in God is not strong enough. And that's a pretty bold statement for me to say. But the reason I say that is I can talk to, I can have a conversation with someone of a different faith and not lose my faith. Right. Because I know what I believe. I live what I believe. And (laughs) I, having other religions, having other faiths is not going to destroy who I am. That's not, it's not, it, it, it's going to make it stronger because first of all, if I'm going to have a conversation, I have to know what I believe. Correct. If you don't know what you believe, then guess what? You can't have a conversation with someone of a different faith because this is called apologetics. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> oh man. Wow. I, that's it. It just feels cowardly. Yeah. Um, there are. He is not the only voice on this matter. So I'm going to I'm going to just kind of bring up some other voices. This was uh, the same guy that was like anti women in ministry, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's anti lots of things. 100%. He takes the fun out of fundamentalism. Um he but let's uh Southern Baptist Convention President JD uh I think it's Greer, I think is how, how Greer is may may I is. Um he has actually just said God did not call Southern Baptists to save America. Wait, hold on. Is this a Babylon B? This is not. <laughs> it looked, Look at that yeah, headline. Did. <laughs> God did not call Southern Baptists <laughs> to save America. But this is what he says. He says, we are not at our core a political activism group. We love our country, but God has not called us to save America. He's called us to build the Woo! church and spread the gospel. And that is our primary mission. And I love the word. And win souls. And win souls. Like the, he's saying that the goal is not to save the country. It's to save the countrymen. It's not to to build a nation. It's to be a nation. Uh, it's to build a kingdom. To build a kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys know Andy Stanley, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Andy Stanley... Uh, he he might have fired some shots uh recently as <clears throat> as well. Um 
Andy Stanley said uh, that he was embarrassed as a Christian by churches that sparred with the government over COVID lockdowns. People that came back and were like, no, you can't lock us down. We're going to meet anyway. It's like, oh, guys, we're so tied to our model that mm-hmm. we've forgotten our mission. Yeah. And he's like, the mission isn't the model. We're supposed to marry the mission and date the model. That's what he says. I'm just laughing at this. Yeah, yeah. Marry the mission, date the model, right? Like, it's okay. Um, I don't know. What What are y'all's thoughts on that before we talk about, before I, because I, I, I've got to transition into the thing that you guys are going to love the most in this entire episode, but... What, what do you guys think about that, about the idea of being embarrassed as the church, someone who's fought against the government and so tied to the model of what you think church is as opposed to the mission of what the church is supposed to be? Well, is that because church is big business? I, I whoa, Probably whoa. some of them. <laughs> some of them, their, their point was to get people back in giving money. Mm-hmm. And we know this to be true. Like mm-hmm. I know pastors who are like, uh, if we don't have church, I can't feed my family. Mm-hmm. So come to church, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of his quote. He says, uh, you inspire people to follow Jesus. That's our mission. You date the model shoulder to shoulder in a building, singing songs and worshiping and listening to sermons. I know I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. All of that is, is a model. During the season, you abandon the model for the sake of the mission, but the local churches that abandon the mission for the sake of the model and rush back to the model, I feel like we, in some cases, missed an extraordinary opportunity, especially the churches that got into a spitting match with the local and state governments. Uh, that was just an, that was just embarrassing to me as a Christian. And then whenever you see other things like uh, like Rick Warren out in Saddleback Church in California, he he actually said that uh, COVID-19 revealed a fundamental weakness in the church, which was that most churches see worship as their sole purpose, that the only purpose of a church mm-hmm. is to come together for a Sunday meeting and, yeah. and we, not we to We should grow. make that, that distinction. The, the sole purpose was a worship service. Correct. Not living a life of worship. That's correct. A worship or service. flipping the model for the mission and saying this isn't a time for us to gather, it's a time for us to reach out our hands and try to figure out who right. we can help. Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say that in this season I'm I'm less I'm I understand his embarrassment. I'm more embarrassed by the nationalism that has infiltrated the church than I am this but i understand i agree i can't disagree with that but yeah <laughs> i think the nationalism and the idolatry we've seen of of the former president is what is absolutely unbelievable to me hey loki loki did you see the uh, the golden trump sure did okay <laughs> just checking sure did that was fun I, mm. well <laughs> There it is. So, um, yeah, I pulled up a picture just now. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's the thing. If we're supposed to marry the mission and the mission is supposed to be that we reach out to people and we can, we can date the model. Uh, what happens if a pastor thinks that you were supposed to marry a model, not the model, 
but a model. <laughs> hey guys, can I play a uh, a quick video of, for you guys? This is just uh, this is a. Uh, do you want to piss us both off? Because I have a feeling I like, have no idea where this is going. This? No. That's even better. <clears throat> oh gosh. He's here. Here's the thing you need to know about men. Don't give him a reason to be like this distracted boyfriend. You hear me? Don't give him a reason to be looking around. Hello? I'm going to play oh, the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Why is it so many times that women, after they get married, let themselves go? Why is it? Why do they do that? Now look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic the epic trophy wife of all time, like Melania Trump. Mm. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> now, most women can't be trophy so wives, right. but you, you know, like her, maybe you're maybe a participation trophy. I don't know, but all I can say is not everybody looks like that. Amen. Not everybody looks like that. But, but you don't need to look like a butch either. <sighs> but you say, how can I do that? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. I'm so glad you asked that question because you're in my office, you and your husband, and we're talking about your marriage, and uh, you've asked me this question about what can I do about that. All right, if you were sitting in my office, here's the first thing I'd say to you, and boy, I hate to say that, this is why I don't do marital counseling anymore, and that is weight control. Has he looked so in the mirror? how important is this? Let me tell you something. I have a friend. He has put a divorce weight on his wife. That's how important this is. You know, makeup. Makeup is, is a good thing. You know, one little boy said to another boy, why, why do girls wear makeup and perfume? He said, because uh, they, they're ugly and they stink. You don't want to be ugly and stink. Scientists have discovered, by the way, a food that diminishes a woman's sex drive. It's called wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. Is, please tell me and, he's and being he, facetious. Um, that no, this is edited and no, not in context. No, no, I wish. Uh, I, I mean, it is edited. Like, I don't want to. I, I mean, l listen, it, it, those were clips that were put together 100%. All uh, from the same message. All though. from the same message. Um, okay, a couple of things. This dude, <laughs> this dude himself is overweight. He's got uh, a high and tight haircut. He looks like uh, the worst version of Drew Carey. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I kind of look like Drew Carey. He looks like the worst version of Drew Carey <laughs> at, at his worst. I wouldn't even insult Drew Carey in that. I, okay. I like, I like where that's at. Uh, lots of problems with this. Uh, this is a dude who um, preaches his sermons out of notes that he prints off and puts them in his Bible. So it looks like he's preaching out of the Bible. Um, yeah, because not one thing he said was in the Bible. No, or or accurate. Uh, yeah. So, ladies, how you feel? You feeling good? <laughs> I want to punch him in the throat. Yeah. Fair. That that's it. I just want to punch him in the throat. Julie's pissed. Like mm -hmm. she's she's a absolutely angry. I I read the art this article, but I didn't listen to it on purpose. Oh my! Goodness. Did not want to hear. <laughs> I didn't want to actually hear him saying it. She has clothed herself in strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. Come For on. every bride that goes to her wedding day, that should be on the palm of her hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. This guy is an idiot. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel sorry for his wife. I still feel sorry for his kids. And I feel sorry for every woman that's in his church. I feel sorry for the men in his church, too, because if they subscribe to that... Guess what? Yeah. They're, 
they're going to be, they're going to live a life that's very lonely and very disappointed because they don't understand what love is and they don't understand. Anyway. Yeah. You get my, I feel sorry for the men too. Yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from. We knew where it was going. He was like, uh, you may not have a trophy wife, like Melania Trump. <laughs> it's like, oh, we see where this is going to be. He's probably got that golden. Trump I want to know. I want to know if he's married or if he's divorced and what his wife looks like. Um, I feel like that might have been a sermon to his wife. Um, oh my god, that's even worse. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like, like that's what I'm saying. I feel like that was shots fired to his wife. Let's cancel that guy. Of all the people mm-hmm. that should be canceled, can we cancel that guy? Yeah. Can we do that? That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so Jeez. let me let me just help out anybody who might be hearing this that may may not be married. Um, your spouse is your standard of beauty. Whatever your spouse looks like, that's what you're into. Deal with it. Like and and if you're if you're if you're married to a, a five foot two hot Puerto Rican, guess what you're into? Sorry, five foot three. <laughs> Got mad. She gave you a look like <laughs> you better get. <laughs> You better give me my. (laughs) (laughs) That that already went through Seth's mind before it even came out of your mouth. Yeah, my edit edit mode didn't let that happen. And there you are. (laughs) (laughs) Just. Bad enough if it had just been him. Yeah, but the fact that it's <laughs> yeah. both of you, my face is on fire right now. All right, let's uh, let's check out the beat. <laughs> oh no, not the beat! Not the beat! Ah! Congressional Republicans make deal. Democrats get everything they want, but Mr. Potato Head will stay male. I love the picture. Like, (laughs) really, is it? Is it? Is it because Mitch McConnell looks like like a Mr. Potato Head? He kind of looks like a Mr. Potato Head. He also kind of looks like uh, like a blowfish that's just slightly deflated. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 When she gets tickled. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, There's there's the beast. Okay. No, not the beast. Ah! All right, ladies. We did our not for me. We did our not for me for this week, so that's fantastic. So weird. uh, Yeah, that's a show. But listen, you made it to the end, which means you didn't cancel us. Uh, But this episode's been about cancel culture. (laughs) We want to hear your favorite thing that's been canceled, Uh, things that should have been canceled, maybe things that shouldn't been canceled. We want you to join the conversation because our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions about any of the things that we talked about today. Yes, you can like, comment, and follow us um, on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes, and as a reminder for every comment we get on any of the socials, we will give money to charity. Uh, we're sending kids to youth camp this, Woo! Uh, here, and so that's uh, that's exciting. So please uh, comment away. Tell your friends to comment. Uh, it will actually make a difference uh, yes. as as they spend a week away. Oh. Hint, 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 hint. Uh, from uh, from their their families uh, here coming up soon. Yeah. Yes, and don't forget the greatest compliment you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or maybe last week's Christianese, and then to subscribe because we will be back next week with a follow up to 
all of this. All of this. The wild card will be back next week uh, with with a fun game that's going to put us through our paces. That scares us. Yeah. Uh, until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. This is Julie. And this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs>